What's going on? What's going on? Welcome to Bullcorn Sports. We have a special guest here with us today. And uh this is this is a this has been in the making for a little bit now. We've got Elite Pride Performance, the Pride Coach, David Hernandez in the building. How are you doing, man? Man, I'm doing blessed. I appreciate you gentlemen for inviting me out here and uh and showing some love. I do appreciate it. Like you said, I know we've tried to get together several times, but now the stars are aligned, so I do appreciate y'all having me out today. <laughs> no, man, and, and drove by your, your place here. You know, if you want to let the people know where that's located, I drove, man, slick looking. I appreciate that. I appreciate that. We're located on 1001 East 87th, north side Odessa. We're out in the new shopping center um, right there by the new Pizza Hut. Um, you really can't miss us. There's a giant lion on the, on, on the front of it, oh, yeah. and you can't miss it. You can't miss it. Man, and I'm just going to start off by saying what, what you're doing out here has never been done before, at least from what I've seen. Mm-hmm. Um, small towns, Odessa, Midland, all over the place, you're, you're getting people and you're, you're transforming these athletes into something that it's mind-blowing to me. Uh, the results, you know, the proof is in the pudding, right? I mean, how, how did you come about this? I want to talk about the infancy of your business. I mean, how did this, how did this come about? Man, so we, you know, we used to use this saying back in the day. We used to trap out the trunk, you know what I mean? And that, that, means, that means we would pull up wherever, yeah. turf fields, parks, the Y, wherever we could get, we would set up cones, set up little hex hurdles, little obstacle courses, or whatever we had. At that time, we used to live at Odessa College in the YMCA. Then, you know, we started getting kicked out of those places. But, you know, it's funny because it was really just a hobby that got HGH. You know, it was just something we kind of fed. It was, I was doing it on the side, kind of in college. Mm-hmm. You know, I've always had an oil field background. I've always had a running background, you know, um, and I was running. And I did a lot of track and field coaching. I started coaching about a couple years in track and field. And then it got to a point to where it's like, hey, my daughter does this. Yeah. She plays soccer. What's up? My son plays football. Yeah. What's up? And, you know, we came into this business with the track and field biometrics background. Without that, that foundation would never allow us to do what we do now. Because if you go around West Texas and you're saying, hey, I'm a DB coach, I'm a quarterback coach, I'm a receiver coach, everyone's just going to run you right out the door. We're in West Texas. Everybody knows football out here. Mm -hmm. So I thank God for my track and field background because that let us set the foundation of cleaning the kids up. You know, that was step one, that form, fundamentals, movement. Then it was like, hmm, well, this is kind of bubbling. You know, we started off with like four or five little seven-year-olds, six-year-olds playing around at the park. Next thing you know, I had 20 of them. So Next thing you know, we had to go to another park. And next thing you know, we started getting older kids. And then it started just kind of having that domino effect. And so we've been really blessed to have like-minded people join us along this journey. And so your trap in the trunk was just whoever shows who's there. Oh, 100%. And then like when we first got into this game, it was, I think I can get you better. Mm-hmm. I think I can. I think I have the right idea and the right concept of what we need to be doing for progression in a, in a healthy manner. A couple of years kind of went growing. We kind of built. We started getting better relationships with the high schools. We started training more in Midland and Odessa and in Greenwood. We were running all around. Yeah. And then it was like, you know what? If you commit to us and you give us full dedication, I'm pretty sure you're going to get better. Mm-hmm. Then now it's got to the point to where just come get around us because what we're doing right now is contagious and it's not what we're doing. It's how we're doing it. And the people we put in the facility just rub off on everyone else. It becomes kind of not like a cult, but we put a lot of people with the same mindset, same goals. They may not be in the same sports and we put them in the same roof. 
it's so crazy how that fire just starts kind of catching on to each other. Yeah, so, <clears throat> David, I think everybody in my family, my nieces and nephews, has gone with you from day one, right? Day one. And uh, back to OC, Lawndale, the sandpit at your house, the shop. Boy, they don't even yeah, know. Yeah, they, they don't even know. But just seeing <laughs> you grow, man, it's been, it's been pretty cool to see. Um, what was your goal going into this? And did you envision owning your own training facility or how, when did you know get, to get really serious with this? So, so the moment when God said, hey, bro, this is what you're supposed to do. That's what you're asking for. What happened was, is I was in college, okay? At that time, I was going for engineering. That was my background. I was originally supposed to be an engineer, baby. You know, like everybody else, it's West Texas. It's what we do. And I'm going to be real with you. I had a mental breakdown. I had a lot of things happen. I was trying to juggle my running career, do all of that, work on the side, and kind of coach on the side. And I realized you have two options, and, I, and I'm glad I realized this at a young age. You can either count the time or you can get lost in the time. And I realized I would lose track of the time every time I got on the field. It didn't matter if I was working with some track athletes. It didn't matter if I was working with some soccer athletes, football, X, Y, Z, anything in between. I would look up two, three hours would disappear. And I was like, you know what? There's something behind here. And what I was doing originally was not what I wanted to do. And I'm not saying I was unhappy or if I was in a very destructive place, but I knew what I was doing wasn't fulfilling. And there was a moment when I came back, I was a little broken down. And, you know, I really believe in you have to break down before you break through. You know, you have to have that test before you have that testimony. And so God gave me this gift. And I realized it was a gift and it was selfish for me to hold that in. At the end of the day, this business was built off of what I didn't have, what we didn't have. Growing up Mexicano in this neighborhood, in this area, in West Texas, there was no third-party outlets. It was go to school, and that was the minimum. It was, that's what you're doing. Whatever athletics had, that was it. There was no specialization. There was no private coaching. There was no year-round basketball, baseball, football. It was what you did and what you got, and get on and get moving. And so... When I got a little bit cultured and I started traveling and I started working with other coaches, it pissed me off what everybody else was doing. Mm. And we were stuck in this box yeah. and we get stuck in this mindset and we get labeled before we even go compete. And it would just set a fire to me. And I was like, you know what? Something got to change. Mm -hmm. So we decided to go against the grain and do something that no one else did. You know, my career isn't the most traditional pattern. You know, you don't go and stay independent as long as I did. You probably go mentor junior high route, high school route, and then maybe try to branch out out of after 10, 15 years. But we decided to stay independent because we wanted to do things in a specific manner. You know what I mean? And it was really hard at the beginning and we've had a lot of kickback. I remember where people were like, you're still training kids? And I was like, okay, bet. Yeah, I am still training kids. What's up? You know, and if at first it was like, okay, bet, say less. But now, you know, we're in a new place and God's done something that I never imagined was going to happen for me. And so I thank God for that first off. And, you know, it, it's, it's a blessing. It's a gift. And I've realized it is a gift. But um, it took some really, really dark places before I realized where the sun was at. You know what I mean? And so I thank God. I always joke around saying, you know, you think I change your life? Well, they save mine. You know what I mean? Yeah. So they think I'm changing their life, but they're really saving mine. That's and so point. I appreciate them because when I work with them, it's like I become a different person. Right. It's like I, I'm just I'm just a 
I'm just an object being used. Correct. Yeah, I was gonna say an instrument. It's what, yeah. it, it's what it seems like. You're a, you're an instrument, and you're there for a reason. I just can't imagine somebody telling you you're still training kids like that's a, a something well, to be ashamed of or something. <laughs> no, and 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 I can I can see that you know especially yeah. in this area you know that that question being asked, but. I see the sweater you're wearing, you know, Ooh, Seattle Sea Dragons, you know, so so for them to ask if you're still training kids to, to training professional athletes and not a lot of people, David, really, you know, they don't know where all this work gets put in. You know, they, they see the stars from the Permian Basin, you know, shining bright. There's a lot of stuff that happens in the dark. You know what I mean? Yeah, 100%. If you can, you know, who are some of the guys, you know, either at the professional level or some of the studs at the high school level, college level that you're training right now, if you can if you can mention them. Um, well, one, you know, you know, y'all met up with Joey all day. Yeah. That's one of my buddies. We go way back. And uh, now we kind of, you know, we tapped into a whole level of training. We yeah. train three times a week outside of everything else he wow. does. He has a, a massive schedule. And then McLean Mannix, that's mm-hmm. another one right there. You know, he's with the Sea Dragons right now. People now, he's wearing number 82. You know, you oh, can't yeah. recognize the, you can't, yeah, you can't yeah, recognize 82. him, but when you see him, you'll be like, oh, there he goes. <laughs> there he is. Two, two step and lemon pepper, you know. And he's a professional. <laughs> he's, he was drafted, lemon right? Pepper. Yes, yes. And so, yeah, he, he was drafted uh, by the Seattle Sea Dragons, which is, you know, it's an amazing accomplishment. Yes. And so he's yeah. getting ready for that. He does have his, uh, his little debut coming up here. He is stationed in Fort Worth right now. Yeah. I think the whole XFL stationed out there together, which is kind of cool. They're letting them, like, you know, go against everyone, put everyone under one oh, house, nice. you know. That's cool. they're, they're getting ready to put a show nice. on it. And I, I, I bet they do every bit I of bet. that. I bet. So, the, so going back to where you said, uh, like, everybody's stuck out here to their own ways, right? I'm not going to lie to you. At first, I was as well. When Cade first went with you or was, tr- was planning on going with you, I was like, man, who is this guy? Let's find out who this guy is. Find out his background. <clears throat> Did he play football? What's his training like? And Cade's like, no. I was like, man, I was like, you in my in my in my mind, I was like, man, you need to go with somebody that's been through the grind, that knows the grind. Like I told him earlier, I was like, David didn't have no blinders on. So what he did out here was game changer. Game changer. Because nobody Complete. out here was doing that. Yeah. So you can you changed my complete mindset to open my eyes to see that. I appreciate that. I appreciate yeah. that. And you know, our goal has never been to be like, look, we're doing it better than you, or you're doing it wrong. Our main goal is to, like, let's look at this and see the most healthiest and violent way to achieve this next objective, whatever that may be. Whether it's in the weight room, explosiveness, speed, agility, change of direction, whatever that may be. At the end of the day, I don't care if you come to me for explosiveness, speed, agility, weight loss, muscle uh, uh mass gaining. I don't care what that is. The best ability is availability. If I can't keep you healthy... You can't contribute to your team and you can't continue growing or you can't continue losing weight or getting faster. So at the end of the day, people have all these different nicknames for me. The the footwork guy, the slow feet don't eat guy, the, the track <laughs> guy, the hands, coach hands. They say that sometimes as well, too, out in Midland. But at the end of the day, I'm just a glorified health coach. Like, and I want to make sure that people know my job is to do no harm with anybody. No, and and uh, you've done an amazing job. But I I think we've said that because the the proof is in the pudding. Like I said earlier, man, you you've transformed these athletes into something that I don't even think they realize they could be, and it's just it's commended to you. But we see the pride, coach. We see we see the high energy, David. Everybody knows you. You know the the high energy guy. What what's your personal life look like? What what's your hobbies? What you know? What do you like to eat on a cheap meal? What are some of those things that the people can get to know you with? Um, when it comes to meals, believe it or not. I'm not on a diet. I'm on a try it. 
I work out so I can try it. There you go. Now, let's be real. No, let's be real. No, let's be real. Let's be real. So think about this. I'm talking about seventh, sixth grade. We committed this lifestyle to go run. You know, that was the yeah. goal. We were trying to go D1. I had a beautiful year, ran three years at UTPB, fully paid. Not a lot of people get to say that. So I did have a beautiful track and field and cross country mm -hmm. career. I thank God for that. But we was we was killed. We, I mean, I got more miles on my knees than a hoopty. You know what I mean? <laughs> we ran all over Odessa, in the all over Midland. We got tired of running to places. We started going to the sand hills and everywhere we could go. We'd go to the Guadalupe Mountains until <laughs> one of the kids passed out. But that's another story for another day. And so it just got to a point where it was like, you know what? When I hung my running shoes up, I hung them up. And I hung them up proudly. Like I was super content that when I put those in the closet, that I wasn't gonna be that guy, oh, back in my day, this and that, mm. or if I put my shoes, that, when I hung them up, I was completely satisfied and I was completely content because we did do a lot during that time. And then I knew it was my turn yeah. to give, you know, what was given to me can be completely taken okay. away. And so it was my turn to pump this back into the community. And so um, I thank God that I did take this, uh, this career choice because at first, it wasn't the first option, probably wasn't even the second option, but it was the right option, if that makes sense. Sure. Nice. Makes sense. So what's that cheap meal? Got to pick that one. Cheap man, my favorite, man, I love me some steak. I love me some shrimp. I'll tell you what, we keep it simple, some steak and shrimp. That is not me and your cheap meal. I was about to say, Chris, <laughs> that's not <laughs> our cheap meal. It's our day, bro. <laughs> 100%, 100%. But like a cheap meal, I'm not really a big cheap person. Like, you're not going to catch me. I naturally, carbs, no I, carbs, I naturally no? eat a lot of vegetables, uh, and I do the pastas. I love all that. You know, we were runners. We, we would carb load, do all that good stuff. But like, as in like cheating, I mean, I love me some cookies. I love me uh, some cereal but it's not going to get too Got much that, radical out of that, that you know sweet tooth. yeah, Bro, like, yeah I, like tortas i was thinking like, he was like no yeah, i'm not real big, hamburger, I, 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 I'm big McDonald, we do the tacos we do everything but you ain't gonna catch me get all crazy crazy because uh, you know yeah. we just keep it og you know it, it's a lifestyle you like know? a slice you know of pizza I mean? no oh i love pizza okay. don't get it twisted <laughs> don't get it twisted it's yeah. just like, man, I'm so, telling you, bro, we see you and it's just like health, 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 health. And right, I, right, I thought right. the other day, I was like, man, what does is, what is this guy like do? With, oh, you know, no, sport? No, I know you're a big fun. sports guy. You we Cowboys fan? Oh, no, he's a bit. Yes, he is. Look at him. He's the enemy. I'm a born and raised Skins fan. And I'm going to say Skins oh, fan because oh, I was yeah. born into being a Skins fan. Now, we the Commanders. It is what it is. It's a tough, tough time over here. But you know what? I was born that way. You can judge me, but I am not a boys fan. So wow. I'm sorry for y'all's loss. I thought y'all were going to do it yesterday, but I'm sorry for y'all's loss. That's, I'm going to leave <laughs> it at that. It's been a rough. It's been a 24 hours. <sighs> I know. I got, I got a lot of homies. I got a lot of family members that are boys rough. fans, and you know how it is. It's, it's West Texas. If you're not a boys fan, you're probably just... That's what y'all would say, right? <laughs> no, and, and I've got to ask this question too. Um, what's you know you you train all athletes, right? Like, but what's the most out of their sport that someone does that came to you for help? Uh, just recently, we started working with a lot of Brazilian jiu-jitsu athletes. Oh, dude, oh, wow. talk about some freak of nature's. First off, mentally, let's let's take away all the athletic things that they're that they're capable of oh. doing, but mentally, where they take their mind and how they go about the workout, mm -hmm. there's like an aura to it. Mm -hmm. I wish I could shove some of these kids, but they're in school, you know what I mean? If I could take them out of class, maybe in the summertime I'll let y'all work out with them. And you should just see how they tap in mentally. You know, um, we do have the head instructor from Vagabond, Mr. Ruben mm -hmm. Hernandez and his wife who come work out with us yeah. twice a week as well too. And uh, they're very renounced. If you, if you don't know who Mr. Mm -hmm. Ruben Hernandez is with Vagabond, Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, 
dude's a beast. Yeah. Dude's a beast. But, like, they're in there with you, like, tussling and stuff? Like oh, wrestling? no, no. So they do their Man. Brazilian jiu-jitsu on their own. <laughs> so what we specialize in is in human performance. So, like, mostly with our gist, with all our athletes, we consist of a two-part workout. Mm-hmm. I think we're one of the only ones that do a hybrid model like this. We do a 45-minute explosive and weight development program. This could be something like, you know, with your normal movements, your pushes, your pulls, core, some type of explosion, a clean, a jump, whatever. We're doing some weight room mm-hmm. activities. It's light-loaded. It's a total body exercise. We're not going to overload your legs. We're not going to overload your body. So it is a 45-minute little wham-bam, little hit sometimes. Sometimes there's timers. Sometimes there's not. Mm -hmm. Then we roll into a second part. Part two is focused on speed and agility. Day one is our lateral change of direction day. And then day two is our linear day. So my athletes come twice a week for two 90-minute sessions. And they get a little bit of both worlds, Mm -hmm. whether it's from the strength and conditioning side or the speed and agility world. And we make sure that they kind of just just kind of get these habits instilled in them and this repetition and this repetition we don't do anything special but when we have that tension under time and time under tension and that develops and develops and develops by the time you look up things start changing you know what i mean and so that's our main goal like you know what i mean is to shock the body in the most violent Mm -hmm. safe way as possible and I know that's like an oxymoron, but that's what we're trying to do. You know, we want to create athletes that are more engaged yeah. mentally with their body. Yeah. And thinking about how do I use this? How is this power clean going to be translated to a 40 or to me tackling someone? Because what's the point of squatting 500 pounds if you can't even touch your toes or you can't even go make a change of directional play? You get what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. So I know a lot of people who can bench four or 500 pounds. But does that 400-pound bench make you a better tackler? Right. Does mm-hmm. that make you a better commander or a better teammate on the field? We have to find ways to where this translates. And I don't think a lot of people understand how close the weight room and the field are really related. Yeah. They think they're two different separate identities, but really they should be side by side. If y'all ever get to walk into the gym, and I hope y'all do get to come by the gym, the turf's right in our weight room. Our weight room's right on our mm-hmm. turf, and it's built exactly like that for a specific reason so that we could go from some type of banded jump to a hang clean, wow. some type of depth jump Ooh. off of a box Man. to some type of sled or whatever it may be. We have a lot of different ways that we can, uh, you know, cut this cookie or skin mm-hmm. this cat, you know, how, whatever your lingo mm-hmm. is. Dom's already sweating Man, over I'll here. tell you right now, bro, <laughs> if, the first, if, if I walked in your gym, first thing I'm asking, where's the restroom? Because you going to go hide? I'm going to go throw up. <laughs> About 10 minutes, bro, I, I'm out of there. I had to run outside and get my phone the other day. I had to run outside and get my phone the other day. When I got back to the door, Ooh. <laughs> man <laughs> and you, you know what's crazy about the new place the new place we got we we have an open gym that's 24 mm-hmm. hours a side of it that stays open 24 hours and like say the the kids come and work out yeah say mom and dad want to watch the workout they can watch the workout completely free but there's only one catch you got to drop sweat with us okay. and so we make oh, we make yeah. mom and dad walk on a treadmill for like 90 that. minutes my sister does i make like them that. grab dumbbells we make them uh, squat now there is a waiting area how much but you, you can't them, see bro? nothing Huh? How much you charge your mom and dad? Oh, the, the mom comes for free. Oh, God, Dad gets licked. Dad gets <laughs> <laughs> Okay, I got you. It ain't much, though. It ain't much. Uh, that's funny. And, but, you know, Chris, or Sammy, you got anything for David? Before yeah, David, right you got, you're training numerous athletes at all levels, junior high, high school, big athletes in the area. At, at what age do you turn them away, or what age do you say you're not for me, or, or do you accept all athletes? So the youngest that I like to train – 
It's because we're in West Texas and everyone's son is a superstar and they're ready for it. It's crazy. It's crazy. Don't let me don't don't let me get started on that conversation. Don't let me get started on that. The youngest, I take them in because of some of the stuff we do with the weights and plyometrically. There's some things that could be a little bit damaging. Not can he do it? But should he do it? That's the real question Correct. we need to start asking with these kids is eight. The youngest I take okay. in at my Delta mm-hmm. level is eight. Coach Webster and I, we just recently opened up a fundamentals class. We kind of play around with the kids, do some speed yeah. games, some color games, some light movements and plyos. And that's a six and seven year old class we've been kind of playing with. But realistically, to accept our full program, you have to be a right. minimum of eight years of age. Okay. Uh, Chris? So Talk about joy all day. It's fight coming up next month, right? Mm, the 11th. So tell you. us about, can you tell us, can you see like a difference in his mindset as the fight's getting a little closer? So this is his second time around the block. Yeah. The first time around the block, our main goal was to drop weight. My yeah. boy had a little bit of, you know, he was out oh, in yeah. the club. He was having some fun. He was being a dad. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's a part of life. And we've already cut the weight. We are, we're about four pounds, five pounds off of what we're fighting at. Mm. And so wow. we're training three more months, already had one fight at this weight. When we first started, he was at 220. Ooh. We're talking about trying to fight at 176. Ooh. Whoa, I know. Whoa. So one, it was an exhausting battle the first time. He was doing a lot on his own. Mm. He was doing a lot of stuff with us. He, he was giving a lot of work with his dad. And I felt like this time around, the anxiety has gone. One, he's got hit in the face, yeah. and he's thrown hands. He got out that first uh, that first bout, did exactly what he wanted to do. Now he has a more crisp, clearer vision of what he wants to do, and now he's healthier. He's already where he needs to be at. He's bouncing around. Mm-hmm. Our goal isn't weight loss; it's time under tension. How long can we keep him fighting? Are we going to lose our legs in the sixth round? Mm. Are we going to still be delivering combinations through that fourth and fifth? Are we going to still be, you know, fighting for air? Yeah. What, where are we at? And so our main goal is to apply pressure this time around. He will be fighting in Irving on February 11th. We will be in the building. Y'all holler at me if y'all are down there. Um, anyone get at me. But uh, we are going to be down there. Yeah. There will be a whole bunch of us. And, and hopefully, you know, we run that thing back, you know. And oh, we sure. bring another fight to come down here in, in Odessa. I believe that might be the next f- fight after this fight, mm-hmm. depending on how it goes. So um, it's been a blessing that he's let me been a part of that process. Yes. It really has. And, and David, for me, I'm, I'm from originally from Pecos. So that, that's a small town about an hour west of here. How, you know, how does it work with kids? Because what you provide, of course, for, for this greater area is something that, that all these small towns are missing. Do you have clientele from the smaller areas around oh, yeah. or for the small so, towns around this area? So I used to travel a lot to Andrews, La Mesa, and Greenwood. Those okay. used to be for sure three spots that we hit. And it was to a point to where if I could get out there once a week or biweekly, whatever I could do to, you know, mm-hmm. put boots on ground, so to speak. Um, I am developing an online program for those that cannot reach me and say, this is a group training. Like say you're a dad, you don't know how to coach your football team or you're new to it and you want new drills. We'll have a group coaching program and then we'll have an athlete program to where like say offensive skills, defensive skills. And that's something I have been working on. Um, You know, at the end of the day, you know, I didn't invent none of this guys. Like this isn't something that like, I had an epiphany and God gave me this blueprint and now we're, we made up this, you know, this recipe. Um, I've had some amazing mentors in my life that have put me on game and kind of woke me up and changed the way I was thinking originally because of what my culture originally was, you know, being West Texas, 
football orientated. And so I just, I'm blessed that I have some people that are a lot more greater than what what I'll become or what I am right now. And so it's kind of easy when you get to look up to some people that are that are that are big dogs, you know what I mean? And, and, and I get to learn from them because I really, truly believe iron sharpened iron. For sure. Yeah. And Webster's a hell of a – he coached me when I was in, in, in high school. He knows his stuff. Oh, that's a dog. Sharp, yeah. That's a dog right there. Yeah, that young man, uh, he, he's been nothing but a blessing to the company. He is, uh, he is not who I am yeah. in all of the best ways. And mm. all of them, and the kids love him. You referring to the 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 son? The Chase. son. I haven't the met son. Chase. The, you haven't met Chase? No. Chase Chase is a he's 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 a guru. He's he's completely different than what I am. We always joke around. He's the good cop. I'm the bad cop. Yeah. You know what I You're mean? You're the bad cop. Yeah, That's what my nephew says. He says I go with Chase is there. Really? Because <laughs> David gets on is pretty good. Yeah, bro. I, I lose my shit when we're training. Like I will get into a zone and I will lose it. Not because of like a lack of performance or strength. When I lose it, it's because we're getting tired of and being lazy, yeah. and we start getting improper positions, and there's now a risk of injury. Okay, that's when I start. No, no, no. This is that's bull. Yeah. We're running that back. That is not what we're doing. Where'd you get that from? Okay, take a deep breath. Let's reset. Yeah. But like, you're not capable of jumping this far, or you're not capable of running this fast. We'll never yell at you for those reasons. But we do get pretty. Uh, pretty heated in our sessions our sessions are colorful david i very much appreciate you coming on bullcorn sports we we all appreciate yeah. you coming on yeah. uh, what you're doing for west texas is is just something next level man yeah. um and the athletes around here if, if you're not working with david get at him you know elite practice performance they're they're the real deal you're the real deal appreciate that. i've seen it live uh and and what's your before we get out of here david what's your message to west texas or anybody who, who is just struggling where they're at athletically, what's your message to them? Man, uh, it, it's our mantra, man. Uh, find your purpose or you're wasting air. Mm. I don't care if you want to chase butterflies. I don't care if you want to go be a D1 athlete. Whatever that goal, that art, that craft that you want to pursue, the best weapon sure. is a team. Let's go hunt that shit down yeah. together. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yes, sir. The best weapon is a For team. Sure. Let's go do it together because we can – knock out a lot of goals more efficient and more swiftly together i tell the kids out here that are always trying to compete for scholarships and it gets to a point where it's black versus red maroon versus purple it's not you versus me it's us versus them west texas kids don't steal scholarships from west texas kids I'm going to say that again because I, I, don't, I don't think ooh, people ooh. understand what I'm saying. West Texas kids don't steal scholarships For from sure. other West Texas athletes. It's everywhere else. That's facts. Yeah. Why do we only get three, four kids? Why aren't we getting a whole side of the defense? Facts. Nine, ten a team. Eight here. Eight here. What, what has to change? Yeah. What, what is that? Is that a visual thing? Is it a performance thing? No, it's, a, it's, it's like your old shirt used to say. You gotta be anti hesitation. Anti hesitation. Gotta be full throttle. Mm -hmm. Can you can you just come on join our show full time? <laughs> oh, hundred percent, hundred percent, hundred percent. You just let me know, man. At the end of the day, I'm here for to bring knowledge. You yeah. know, if I can do anything for the kids, I just want them to believe in themselves. I think a lot of times we get labeled as West Texas, and we already have our tail in between our legs before we even go to the showcase. No doubt. Pick your chin up. Have some pride in your work. You know. Fall in love with the little things. I don't think these kids have had someone break down the little things to mm -hmm. a point to where 
You don't understand. This is the difference from starting in college or just making it to college. Yeah. Because when talent is matched, technique is king. Mm. Everyone's a dog. No. Everyone's strong. Everyone's faster. No. What separates you? It's going to be your tenacity, your attitude, and your technique. Mm. Those are the three things that get you starting on the next level. Sure. Because everyone wants to talk about the next level. I'm fixing to go run a mile right now. Yeah, right? I'm with I'm, you. I'm, Let's I'm go. I'm loaded up right now. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, David Hernandez, the Leap Pride performance, man. What a blessing you are to West Texas. And thank that. you for coming on the show. Yeah, thank you. Tell, tell everybody where you could uh, find you at. Yeah, for sure. Um, on Twitter, I'm the Pride Coach. Um, on Instagram, it's Elite Pride Performance. Um, usually those are the two that I rock with. Uh, my website is prideperformant.biz.biz. And uh, that's where you can holler at me. Um, pull up to the gym. We're on 1001 East 87th. I'm there all day, all night. We trap all day, all night, all night, all day. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, you heard the man. Hit him up. We'll be sure to share all that on our, our social media as well for we everybody. But ladies and gentlemen, David Hernandez, thank you. Thank you. If you haven't heard about him, you will soon, ladies and gentlemen. Caleb Cruz Control Cruz is here with us. How are you doing, young man? I'm doing great. Blessed. How are y'all? Good, good, man. Good. Welcome. Um, yeah, welcome first and foremost, <laughs> man. You know, we see you. I get tagged in, in all your all your workout videos, sure. which is always. I'll be the first person to say that. You know, you're always working, man. And, Thank you. And and that's you know that's that's a credit to you. I mean, you and your trainers and, and who you're working with. Who are you working with at this moment? I'm working with David Hernandez at this moment. Right now. Why does every athlete work for David? Mm. You know why? Probably because it works. Why. Is he any good? I wonder if he's any good. Yeah. Uh, I mean, if everybody's I so. going the best, to him, man. The best yeah. in the business, you know. Like um, going back to where he, when he said that they worked in OC. I was one of the few athletes to working with him at OC. I started when I was six, and oh. from from the OC to the YMCA park to uh, Lawndale Park, and then now in the new gym. It's or from actually from the Lawndale Park to the um, to the shop, and then like y'all said, the sand pit. Mm-hmm. I was there too, mm-hmm. and then and now the new gym. It's truly awesome. amazing. Just from out once I was little all the way up till now. It's been with him ever since i wonder when you see him next will you ask if, if he does washed up athletes too like himself 30 year olds transformers yeah. uh, i can uh, 34 year old ones yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i'll put a, no. I'll, I'll put an info on yeah okay. yeah appreciate you man no man i mean just to see you know to see the work you put in and and what you're going to become ultimately in the future there's no doubt about it i mean i i think you're your d1 level type guy i i Everybody else sees it, you know, the world sees it, so, so to say. <laughs> how much, uh, you know, how much work are you putting in at this? And and let's go ahead and start. You're in eighth grade? Yes, sir, eighth grade. Eighth grade, man. And I'm telling you guys right now, I, I see this kid work. He's working probably harder than some of these seniors in some of these schools, man. And, and that's, you know, credit to you as well. What is your workout schedule like? Um, workout schedules, two days a week with David. Um, sometimes I'll get four days out of out of the week in training um, just go after school sometimes i'll basketball practice or football practice during the school period and after that i'll go to training with david but it's usually either four times a week or two times a week in training with david gotcha man in class of 2027 sir you playing db yes sir all over uh i consider myself as an athlete athlete. i wouldn't consider myself as just one specific just an athlete and from then 
from high school on and then I'll decide on what I'm going to play on. Man, but the, the the way you make it look on the field, man, it's like you're playing corner at cruise, <laughs> or cruise control, man. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah, it's, it's just so smooth for you, man, yeah, and, and you're that, locking them down. Yes, and I got my, I got cruise control from David Hernandez. From David <laughs> too. Oh. I, I, first, I started off at C4, and then yeah. it was just – like from then on, it was C4, and then it just he was like, I gotta put everything into cruise control. Like just calm down, <laughs> stay co- stay yeah. collective, just yeah. co- and just be calm. And then that's where I got cruise control from. Nice, Caleb. You do a lot of promoting on on, on social platforms, and yes, sir. Um, I know you have a lot of support out there. Um, when did that start, and why did you uh, take that approach as a young man? Well, young the really pushing myself was. Started probably a couple years back, probably about four years, three or four years ago. Just, just trying to put myself out there, just okay. to let the world see what I'm doing. And then, um, I really started pushing myself when I went to these camps. I was going to all these major camps, 24/7 rivals, uh, Under Armour camp, and they were telling me that I needed to start pushing my pushing my platform wow. and trying to put myself out there so yeah. other people can see us cuz I mean, not a lot of people you can you can uh see from the West Texas area that yep. are going to these big colleges cuz they're not pushing themselves and yeah. uh pushing themselves out into the metroplex out into the world basically and um that's really what they were telling me is to push myself out into the public to see each other so Caleb we see all these uh youth football all stars middle school all stars what separates you and how are you separating yourself from everybody else what separates me is that I'm not going to get outworked. I won't mm. get outworked. I'm going to outwork everybody. And um, if you do an extra rep, I'm going to top that and do one more extra rep than what you did. I'm. I, that's really what my biggest motto mm. is, not getting outworked. Yeah. Like, that's really what separates me is not getting outworked. For sure. And how How do you? How are you able to – because you're, you're growing, right? Everybody hits that adolescence age mm-hmm. when you're growing. People catch up to each other. Yes. Right? So, so. what are you doing personally-wise with David – to separate yourself, to keep that gap between you, your opponents, your teammates, or people are trying to take a, take a, take a position from you? Um, just really pushing myself. Like, um, David is like, or David told me, do this time a certain amount of weight, but, like, I'll try to do more weight than what he tells me because I just, yeah. well, I want to be better. I want to push myself. I, I know that if I don't work, if I don't outwork somebody, that they can outwork me and mm-hmm. I can get my spot taken, like, quick. And that's really what I try to do is push myself to not get – Outworked, and so I can keep my spot and out um, separate myself from others. Eighth grade, that's the mindset in eighth grade. That's that's crazy. It's unheard of, Caleb. To be honest with you, I mean, you, you see a lot of these eighth graders just worrying about the next gritty they're gonna do. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and you're out here trying to worry about worry about you know separating yourself from your peers. And I'll be honest with you, man, that separation's a lot right now. Sure. It, it's 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 Caleb Cruz and then the rest. So I'm not gonna be. I'm not allowed to. You, I told them at first because we we talked about bringing you on earlier, uh-huh. and I was like, no, let's wait. I want I want to see what he does this season because mm-hmm. I think I feel like this season is the season where we're. I'm gonna see <laughs> you separate yourself from everybody else, uh-huh. and if I don't see it, you know, then we have another you know youth football star on our hands. Yes, sir. But you did it. Yes, sir. Like you're aggressive. You Surprise. Out, yes, sir. And you did it, right? Yes, sir. And then you did it at a national level yes. a couple weeks ago in Florida. Well, Florida. Right? Uh, Playing with the da- team from FB, Dallas. Yes, sir. Yeah. FBU Dallas Metro just um, – after the middle school year, um, 
I wanted to do one more year of National Football League just to push my put myself like I said put myself out into mm -hmm. the out into the world and that was really a big thing and um, I went to practice I liked it and um, we had big potential to go win that and we ended up winning and beating the five-time national champion Georgia and it ended up beating their streak and ended up winning the national God. championship nice wow nice that is legit very legit and you know you talk about that that trip mm -hmm. to Florida there, Caleb. What are some of the other things coming up for you? I know I know you got a busy schedule as well. You yeah. do a lot of the seven on seven and stuff like that. Really got a got camps coming up. I got a camp in next weekend. Um, I got seven on seven West Texas Boom. Watch out for watch out for them. There's a lot of noise coming from us. <laughs> West Texas Boom. Um, just really um, camps and West seven on seven. Gotcha. And, and Caleb. You, what, what kind of player are you? I mean, if you could describe yourself, you know, as, as a player, how would you do that? Um, definitely a leader, the general, general of the whole team. Um, loud, of course. Um, a hard worker. Um, passionate for the passionate for the game. Yeah. Like, I if I see somebody slacking, I'm always trying to push them, push them, push somebody else to be better. So right. our the team as a whole can get better as nice. a group. You say you're a defensive back, and you look like one, but who's your favorite NFL defensive back, even if he's retired? Oh. Who's somebody that you, you kind of take take a piece of their game and try to implement in kind of the way that you play? There's one answer here. Oh, um, <laughs> uh, just, I don't know, a lot of DBs back in the old days. Okay. But, back in Dom's days? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> but um, <laughs> like a real one, I would – not trying to be like a fanboy or nothing, but I would probably say I like Dion. Dion. Yeah, there you go. Dion's. Dion. There you go. I like Dion. And he's time. back in my day. Well, Dion might be the best ever. Yeah, he's back yeah. in our my, day. Might. <laughs> he, yeah, <laughs> definitely. I mean, is. We're going to talk is. about that. He might be. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> but but for him to say, you know, he's he's not a fanboy. You know, he's a fan of Caleb Cruz. He ain't a fan of nobody oh, else. Yeah. That's, oh, what, that's, <laughs> that's elite. That's elite. So, and, and you know, you you play a lot like him. If you really look at yeah. it, you're you're a, you're a lockdown defensive back. You return punts, great running back. Yes, sir. So the, the the comparison is definitely there. And mm -hmm. like I said earlier, Chris, I know you got a question, but like I said earlier, it's Caleb Cruz and then the rest of them for yes, sure. Sir. Yes, sir. So so David, your David, your trainer. Yes, sir. David, tell us a, tell us what you see in Caleb that's different from eighth graders to your high school kids that you see like this kid's gonna do something. Uh, what's different about him? is he's methodical like he's attention to detail okay it's we're doing a drill but how does the drill transition then when do i do this drill he's asking those questions before i even get to that position mm. so we're working on a release a technique jam slide and working out releasing to cover three he's asking what what if the receiver slides inside and then gets vertical and i can't what? get inside leverage what are we doing when it when those situations happen mm -hmm. he's aware enough and have, has enough self-awareness that he knows that there's going to be situations where he loses his leverage, and how does he regain that? So it's not just, are we chasing cone to cone to cone, and I just drop back, but how do we make those jams? What happens when I get stuttered up? Yeah. How do I mess up and then fix that immediately? Because we're not going to be wow. perfect, you know what I mean? And so what separates him is he's methodical. Nice. He's decisive. He's, he's all the way in. Yeah. And I'm not talking about physically. I'm talking about mentally. Mm. And that's crazy in the mind. Yeah. Yeah. Crazy for an eighth grader. I'll say that again. I'll just keep saying that. I feel like I'm talking to a senior. <laughs> well, yeah, he's. It, 
And that's another thing, too, that I wanted to ask you is you, you obviously spend a lot of time with David and some of the athletes that he trains. Yes, You're in here now with, with Marcos Davila, probably the pinnacle of recruitment in, in, in all sports in West Texas. Mm-hmm. Um, how does that, for you as an eighth grader, how do you look up to guys like him and, and obviously being under the same roof with the same trainer? How does that play into your day-to-day and, and what you want to do and how you want to build your own brand? Um, well, really, it's more of um, that the time's going to come. It's not a, I want the time to, like, I want it to happen now. It's time's going to come, and um, it just I got to wait. got to be patient and just keep on putting the work in and putting the grind in, and it'll eventually it'll come. He's just working. Solid, solid, bro. He's solid. <laughs> Goodness. But, all right, let's – Caleb, we know who you are. You're the guy. You're him. You're him. He's him. He's Himothy. He's all that. <laughs> Let's talk about who Caleb Cruz is as an eighth grade kid. I mean, are you, are you, let's talk about your favorite meal. Let's start off with that. I always like to start off with that. It tells me a lot about a a person. What's your favorite meal? Favorite meal? Um, I have two types of meals. It's different. Okay. Uh, Fast food. I wouldn't call it fast food, but love pizza. Pizza's my go-to everything. Pepperoni or cheese? Pepperoni, for sure. With anything else or just pepperoni? Just pepperoni. Gotcha. Mm. Uh, I'll, I'll have a little bit of ham, Canadian bacon, a little bit. There you go. But, um, <laughs> okay. Um, Marcus approves. He's like, yeah. <laughs> Marcus, yeah. Marcus like, yeah. Meat lovers, please. <laughs> Are you a ranch guy? No ranch guy. Mm, depends. Type of the day. Type, type, okay. Just depends. Nah. Um, but then, like, fancier kind of go out to eat. I love Osaka's. I like Chinese oh, food. Oh, man. Oh, Chinese yeah. food. I love you eating fancy VIP. Oh, yeah. fancy, huh? <laughs> I like Chinese food. I, the... Um, teriyaki chicken, fried rice, orange chicken, all that. I'll I'll take orange chicken if there is, but I like teriyaki chicken more. I think you like hibachi style. <laughs> style <laughs> yeah, that's the sushi. Good stuff, you right? like you eat sushi? Mm, no. Uh, not that big of a fan of sushi. No, no, like not sushi. really. All y'all shaking y'all. I, I, I know him though. <laughs> <laughs> so, video games? I know all the the oh, kids nowadays. Yes. Video games. What's what's that looking like for you? Uh, Call of Duty, of course. Um, played with David too. David, um, I'm in a Madden League too. Fifteen league, fifteen, fifteen team Madden League. Uh, David's involved with it too. And, and okay. So I mean, yeah, I play video games. I like to play video games a lot. Xbox, PlayStation, PlayStation. Damn, that was a snap answer. What's wrong with Xbox? <laughs> No, you know, and that's that's the thing that you know. Whenever I see you, and whenever you tag me on your posts and stuff like that, it's like I get like in my mind, I'm like, man, this kid is working, but like, is he still being a kid? Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. And 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 sometimes I think about that, and I'm like, he's out. Like I said, you're out working a lot of people, man, and at a lot of different levels. And for me, I was like, man, is he even a kid? Is he working too hard? But no, man. When we interviewed David earlier, when he when he breaks it down the way he does, mm-hmm. that's why he's that's why David is the guy, right? That's For why sure. he's he him. Is. Like we yeah, just said, you know, in that world, he he can train an eighth grader, he can train a professional athlete, mm-hmm. and it's all completely different. Mm-hmm. And he's mm-hmm. the only one that truly sees it. Because somebody like me, man, when I see you working, I'm just like, man, that kid is working. Yeah. <laughs> But he's doing everything for a reason, and it's obviously working, Caleb. Yes, I mean, you're, you're you're on your way to the top in a lot of categories. You know, the the future's bright for you, <laughs> Sammy. You. you got anything for Caleb? No, Caleb. Keep keep being yourself, yes, sir. Keep working hard and and promoting yourself. I think that's something that's important. Mm-hmm. When you sure. when you're a fan of yourself, I think that's step number one. I think. Mm-hmm. Yes. So kudos to you, man, and your yes, parents. Sir. Thank yeah. you, Chris. Uh, Kathy, thanks for coming. 
Uh, keep working. Stay sir. humble. Yes, sir. The sky's the limit, my man. Sir, thank y'all for having me, and I'm truly blessed for this opportunity. For sure, man. And I just have one thing. Uh, when you do go pro, like, are you going to look back on Twitter and be like, man, I need to get every person I yeah. used to tag tickets? Because if that's the case, like, I'll send you my address. I got, I got, you. I got you for hey, sure. I appreciate it. Thank you. It's, it's Caleb Cruz Control. Cruz here on Bullcorn Sports. Thank you for coming, man. Thank you. Thanks. Cruz Control. Bullcorn, remember? Bullcorn.